0: Welcome to the Modern Creative Podcast. Listen in as we connect with other creative entrepreneurs and have real conversations about life, business, and everything in between.
1: Owning a creative business doesn't have to be confusing or overwhelming, and you don't have to go at it alone. It's absolutely possible to be successful as a modern creative, and we want to help you to go after your own creative dreams. Welcome to the Modern Creative Podcast. For today's episode, we are covering Etsy and e-commerce for product-based businesses. This is a topic we get asked a lot about, so we wanted to invite a guest speaker who is an expert at selling products online. Before we get started, I just wanted to say thank you so much for everyone who are tuning in each week. I know I say this in each episode, but it truly means so much to us that you are enjoying the content we are putting out there, and we read every single review and love connecting with our listeners. If you haven't yet left this one, please hit pause before jumping on back into this episode. Okay, so I'm crossing my fingers that you did it. Okay, let's just jump into this episode now.
0: Hey guys, so like Diana mentioned, we are super excited to have a guest speaker with us and we have Alex who is the founder of KLSD, which stands for Keep Life Simple Design. It's a woman-owned company committed to creating positive affirmation lifestyle apparel and wedding goods. All the items are actually sold on their e-commerce shop and they're designed and produced in their home base of Fresno, California. Welcome, Alex.
2: Hi. Awesome, we're so glad to,
0: yay, we're so glad to have you. So I would just love to hear more about how you got started, like how were you able to build this brand that you have today?
2: Yeah, okay, so, well, firstly, we're about to celebrate our fifth year in business, our fifth biz birthday. So really, and that coincides with mine and my husband's five-year wedding anniversary. So we were getting married and I started making all the things. I had just actually left my corporate job with Urban Decay. Um, I had my first son and I was going to stay home and hang out with him and just see where that took me. And it didn't take long for me to not enjoy that as much as I thought I would um, being a creative mindset and being a person who you know started working from an early early age at 14 I was not cut out for a stay-at-home life I needed to fulfill my creative outlet I was a makeup artist prior to that for urban decay so um, working with my hands and and being creative was something that's just really ingrained in me but however I, I didn't enjoy the schedule and the demand of, of that scheduling and the in the retail aspect of sales. And it was challenging, which is kind of funny that now I'm in sales, but it's definitely more on my terms. So I was creating, I was designing a bunch of cool stuff for my own wedding, for my best friend's wedding, who was um, getting married a month after me. And my husband was like, why don't you sell all this stuff and put it on Etsy and just make money and so spend money. And so, you know, I was really hesitant and I, I wasn't stoked on it because I, I just vulnerability. I mean didn't really want to get criticized or critiqued for this, this work. I was just it's like all of our out. fears, like, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. And so I, I resisted it for a while. And he's like, come on. And, you know, a couple different people told me and so finally, I opened it up, opened it up in August. And I just have just a couple items on there. It was going good. It was, you know, pretty chill. Um, I think I, you know, I'm on a couple different Etsy forums on like Facebook and stuff. And I get a lot of questions about like, I've had my shop open for a month or I've had it open for two months and I'm not getting any sales. I'm only getting a hundred views. And I think a lot of people think they're just going to open a shop and it's going to be like, ding, ding, here you go. Here's some money. Um, But it's really not like that. that. However, that season of my life, I was newly married, had a young son. I actually got pregnant again with my second child quickly after getting married. So it was great. It was a slow start for the first six months little did I know, actually, I was kind of starting at a bachelorette and at wedding Etsy um, on the down season of when that really peaks on Etsy. So the season is January till about September. And it's very, very, very busy during those months. So starting mine in August, it was like, oh, well, this is chill. This is cool. Um, but then come January, I decided I got through the holidays and everything. And I decided I really wanted to just see kind of where this took me. So I spent about a week. Um, I really had no money. I had like a little $400 credit card. We were broke back then and really didn't have much to our name. So I, I just worked with what we had. I bought a couple little machines and a, a little bit of inventory um, and just spent about a week just designing and creating some new stuff, listing it. And honestly, it's like a magic wand was like cast over me. Uh, it just started getting really busy. And I mean, I know a lot of that is attributed to the fact that the Bridal Bachelorette season really starts getting nuts in January because I swear everyone gets engaged during the holidays. They're pinning, they're they're saving, they're doing all this stuff. And Etsy is such a huge hub for bridal bachelorette wear. Like, it's just huge. So yeah, the next thing you know, it's I'm getting orders. I mean, literally, to give you like perspective, I got like 20 orders in December. And then January, I got like 450. So you know, it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know what to do. I was just like flabbergasted with This incoming of orders. So, yeah, that was really our quick startup. And from there, I really just was like, okay, got to get this going. So, I just kind of recruited a lot of family to come over and help me and um, was really just in the trenches for a while, just trying to like make it through and survive it because I didn't, I wasn't expecting that kind of volume that quickly. But then within the first couple of months, about I would say maybe May, um, so, you know, good solid five months, I started to like gain my clarity back essentially. And I hired my first employee to start helping me. And that made a world of difference. So from there, we've just been growing and growing and growing. Um, We now have six full-time employees. So it's my full-time job. So seven of us total um, and then six other women. So, and from there, we've expanded into there's tons of different facets of the business. But yeah, I mean, that's just kind of the short story of the start and you know where we started from and doesn't really detail where we are now, but you know, I I think we have some time to go over that.
0: (laughs) No, that's amazing. And I mean, those are like great problems to have, like being inundated with orders when you just started your Etsy. So when you actually first started your Etsy, how, how did you stand out in the market? I mean, it definitely wasn't just the time of the year. It was definitely also your products.
2: You know, I, I wish I had like a, such a direct answer for this. Um, I don't know. I can't pinpoint exactly why or how. I I think I worked, I really focused hard on being different and design wise, because to be honest, that's why I started the business, was because I didn't see anything on there that I liked. I thought it was all pretty cheesy and just not, in my opinion, very cute. Um, And so I've always been a very simplistic natured woman. I like clean designs, I like fun. Um, However, You just didn't see a lot of it on Etsy. Um, You didn't see trendy stuff. You saw just really generic bridesmaids, bridesmaids, stuff like that. And I just, yeah, I wanted to reflect me and my design styles. Um, And so I think essentially during that time, I was the first, in essence, to come around with more simplistic styles that were trendier, not as cheesy, and really actually cute things that people would want to wear again instead of just one-time use. That's yeah. my jam. like i'm yeah.
0: <laughs> I would be your customer, not yeah. the,
2: not the cheesy stuff., yeah. so
0: you mentioned, you know when we, when you were first starting, you actually started in a slower season, December came, and then January, yeah. it kind of exploded. And since then, yeah. you have generated over fifty thousand sales on Etsy, like just Etsy yeah. alone. That's not yeah. even your e-commerce site. So when, like bringing you back like five years ago, Alex, yeah. when you first started your Etsy and you know, you're seeing sales come in, how were you getting those sales? Did you do any advertising? Was it really strategic SEO or was it really like, was it really design
2: based? Well, you know what? Honestly, in the beginning, no, I, I was not, I, I still don't know a ton about SEO and I'm, you know, I'm still learning five years in, um, but really in the beginning I knew nothing. Like I know a lot more than I knew then. But I just really did not know. So I think it was strictly design-based. And honestly, too, like Etsy's evolved so much since even five years ago. And I think it was a lot easier to get attention on Etsy because, I mean, I swear the volume of Bridal Bachelorette has just quadrupled. Uh, if not more since 2014. So it's like the
1: only place to go for that kind is. of shopping.
2: It's, it's really crazy. Mm-hmm. It's so nuts. Um, and I mean, how we're still doing well, you know, I swear, my husband and I joke all the time. We're like, is this going to, like, is this ever going like, to, is this, this is our life now, right? Like we're, we, this is what we're doing. Is this ever going to stop? And we're like, no, I don't think so. Each year we think, well, maybe like people will stop buying Bartle bachelorette They're like, nope, it's here to stay.
0: People so, keep getting
2: married getting married. Yeah. They, you know, they say get in the business of marriage, babies, or sadly death, and you'll probably always be in business. Yeah. I always hear that. (laughs) uh, (laughs) um, But yeah, so I would say in the beginning, it was very much. So I think when I pinpoint why I was successful and knowing what I know now is because I was super dedicated to creating and creating often. So I was always constantly creating new designs, listing new products, a secret that I tell people in my opinion I there's no like I haven't done research behind this but I'm very convinced that a key to more sales on Etsy is renewing and refreshing your your listings and so in the beginning I didn't know that I was just making stuff naturally I was just making you know I would design more and more because I actually really love the graphic design side of it that's actually where my passion lies is creating and designing on the graphics side and so I think just by generating more listings, it's like Google, you know, it kind it's like blog posting where they see you have a lot of activity and a lot of people gener- going to your page, they, they feature you more. And so, yeah, like nowadays, I go in every single morning and I'll pick 45 listings and just renew them and renew them. And if I forget, I see my sales lower. In Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So in the beginning, I, I think just because now, I was just eager <laughs> and and just creating and creating and creating that just really helped I can only that's my guess but I really don't 100% know
0: well I mean I I love it because we're creatives our our um, listeners are creatives and so that mm-hmm. satisfies that need to kind of produce things right yeah. so um and it keeps your designs fresh so yeah. I love that so a lot of our um Etsy Sellers out there that are listening, I'm sure want to know if you have any tips about creating repeat customers.
2: Yeah, totally. So it's kind of funny because honestly, my entire lifestyle brand is because of repeat customers. You know, we haven't really talked much about my lifestyle brand, but about three years into the business, I, um, we're kind of segueing a little, but I'll come back. I started to feel like the business was starting to do really well. I was really kind of starting to gain like some control and like gain my, my clarity back. Cause if anybody knows what it's like to like be in the trenches of starting a business, you're kind of just really just for the most part in the beginning, like just trying to survive um, because low money, you know, we don't have a ton of money, you know, not a startup where you just have like these venture, these VCs where you can just still live your normal life and make a business work essentially. So I, about 3 years in i started realizing you know what now that i kind of have like the wheels spinning and that they're they're moving well and we're we're doing good like i can kind of start focusing on my why like why am i doing this um because i kind of like in the beginning it was just kind of like to do it for fun and get my creative juices going but then i was like wait why what what am i do i enjoy this or is this just to make money like what's the reasoning behind this and at that time a lot of women that got married were coming back to me a year later, two years later, whenever, and they were starting to have kids. And so they're like, hey, like you made all my really you made bachelorette stuff. I loved your quality. I loved your Christmas service. Do you think you can make me something to announce that I'm having a baby? Or could you make this invite? Or you can you make me a mom shirt or my husband a shirt? So I started designing things based on people's requests. And then I was like, you know what? Like I want to design based on what I want to do. So that's when my first lifestyle line was born. And it was mostly mom centric um, with some positive affirmation stuff trickled in, but mostly mom centric. From there, we've grown so much in that side. And that's really just developed my passion and really brought out a lot more of my passion behind the brand and strengthening our mission through everything we do. But anyways, the repeat customers are really what has fueled the bigger side of my business and the, the part that I really like that is near and dear to my heart. Um, and a lot of that I attribute to, um, we are very, very, very particular about packaging I'm particular about inserts. I love designing new inserts and putting them in, asking people to find us on Instagram, send us their photos. Um, here's a discount code for next time come, you know, now we actually include one for our Etsy. We include one for Instagram and then we include one for our website too, to try to direct some of that traffic over to our e-commerce site. But yeah, I think that's pretty much how and then for a while I was also intentionally sending like follow up emails to my Etsy clients when I had the time or when I had an assistant who had the time to see if they could send us photos or how they like their products. So yeah. And then also Etsy has a feature where you can send a follow up email with a coupon code as well. So really all the freaking things. <laughs> well it sounds like Never alex been. said it,
0: it really started with great customer service <clears throat> yeah and because of that your customers felt like they could reach back out to you and then you had the whole lifestyle thing going on but that is like the base there so for whoever's listening be sure to start with amazing customer service right yeah. off the bat because look how that has just basically Alex has created an empire so (laughs) it all started from that
2: oh my gosh I love
0: it so you mentioned Alex you know transitioning some people off of Etsy because now you know after Etsy a few years later you ended up having your own e-commerce site and oh I know Diana I could feel it she is itching to ask you those e-commerce questions but I wanted to ask you for those people that are listening that you know, have an Etsy and maybe they're wondering, is it time to switch to Mm -hmm. or add an e-commerce site in addition Mm -hmm. to Etsy? You know, how do you know when your Etsy shop is ready, when your brand is ready? And what are some tips to do that, like to start maybe your own e-commerce site?
2: Right. You know what? I think that Etsy essentially, essentially before, I want to say before Etsy's gotten big, um, Etsy went public maybe a year ago, I think, or a year and a half ago, and it's changed a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. And I would say before that, their goal was definitely to like encourage, I even think it was part of their mission in their statement, was to encourage people to create their own brands. It was like to basically build up the entrepreneur, build them up to go out and spread their wings. And now you could see how it shifted. They really want everyone staying there. I would say my focus and my, the reasoning behind creating an e commerce site, and I'll tie this into like other things, but was definitely driven in when I looked at my analytics and I was seeing where my traffic was coming from, 50% of it was coming from Etsy and their search engine and 50% of it was coming direct. So that told me that you know half of my cu- my clients, my customers were coming to me from an outside source that wasn't fueled by Etsy, meaning if I could figure out how to get those 50% to a website, I'm not paying the 5%. Um, I'm paying like a lot lower. Etsy's fees are pretty high. They're not as high as eBay but they are higher than like, I think Amazon's kind of low and they're higher than Shopify. I pay a lot, a lot of money to Etsy. So I was like, how can I get this bill down? Like this is out of control. And then just centered around wanting to build my brand. And I didn't really want to be, I think this is getting a little, a little deep, but, and maybe other people struggle with this too. For a long time, I would tell people what I did and, I'd tell them I owned an Etsy and they would say, Oh, that's cute. Oh Oh my gosh. And so I would be like, you know, it just really got me like, God, it would just drive me. Like even when I had multiple women, I had an office, like I'd be literally next door to these people in this office complex. And I'd have my staff working here and they'd be like, Oh, you do the crafts next door. Right. Like, Oh, that's cute. That's a hobby. Oh my goodness. It would boil my blood. And I, I hated that it had that much control over me that what somebody would say that that it would bother me that much. But I guess essentially, that's what really pushed me to be like, No, like, I'm going to show people this is like, not just a craft, like, I am working my butt off over here. And like, we do really well, like we're selling a lot of product, we're building this company, I'm providing jobs and providing, like, livelihoods for people. And I was just so passionate that it wasn't just a craft. And so for me, some of the reasoning behind also wanting to build the brand and build our website was that I wasn't just like an Etsy shop. But really now as we're, I'm developed, like now I'm like, I just get over that. Like when people say that, I feel like it was such a silly time in my life where thinking I was just an Etsy shop was so centered around what other people thought about. And I've been really recovering, um, codependent, I guess you should say in that, in that regard where like caring about what people thought that I did, like who cares that they don't pay my bills. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, I think that really at any time, it's a good time to do it. I mean, it really doesn't, it's not that much, essentially the bottom line to open a shop or open a, a Shopify or open a Squarespace or a Wix are they're, they're pretty low cost. So honestly, what do you have to lose? I say, do it. I say, have both. I honestly think that I know Etsy, um, all of my traffic from Etsy and none of it comes from like my social media efforts. A lot of it comes from like Google Google marketing and Etsy. They, you know, their their own re- their own search engine. They're like an Amazon for crafters. So I don't push any of my social media or any of my Facebook marketing or anything to my Etsy. I push mm. all of it to my website because that's where I really see results. I wasn't seeing any results on Etsy So honestly, I just encourage people, like, what do you have to lose? Spend a weekend, make a website and have it. And
1: And it's so easy now. Do it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Don't worry about if you're ready. Just open it. If you're not super confident yet, work on it. And if you're not really ready to share it, then you don't have to. But I think you should. Because even if it's maybe not the best feedback, it's constructive and it'll help you grow. So I say do it. I think that you don't have to be ready 100% you're constantly, we're constantly evolving and growing. So honestly, like, I'm sure in a couple of months, years, whatever, I'm not going to like my website now. So I'm probably going to change it again. Who knows? So you right. know, I think we're always just going to change. We're always going to feel like we can keep growing and, and um, making it better regardless. So there's no point in waiting when you feel like you're 100% ready. I love that you mentioned think- the data
0: as well. Like yeah. you looked at your data to see where traffic was coming from. And so mm-hmm. I love that you're like, yes, do it. Like, you know, you don't have anything to lose. But I do want to yeah. recommend to people that do that to then look at your data mm-hmm. and see like Alex saw that 50% of her traffic was coming direct. So it totally made sense for her to definitely do the website. And even if your stats aren't like that, that's okay. But at least yeah. you know that data and then you can continue to tweak. And right. get it to like 50% or more to go to your website versus your Etsy. Right. I just love data. So I wanted
2: to, th- yes. I love you know, that you mentioned you're that. I, you're, I, I'm not a data nerd, I guess. I'm trying to be better about it. My husband's really good at it, but my creative brain is like, just do it. I feel feel happy about it. So we should do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah
1: yeah, yeah, but I think I, everyone has their strengths, right? That's why we have your totally. seven women team. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like the main thing that I heard was like e-commerce is like ownership. It's true ownership of your brand of your business and now you have like a hundred percent control over your e-commerce site rather than your Etsy shop. So okay. now that you had a hundred percent moving into your e-commerce site, like did you change the branding or your sales strategy once you switched over?
2: So yes not the branding. Our logo is the same. I would say our website though, is very much more centered around our lifestyle brand. Whereas our Etsy is very centered around our bridal bachelorette because people go to Etsy for that. They go to Etsy for bridal bachelorette wear alongside other things. But in my case, they go for that. No one's searching, like be a good human tea or self-love t-shirt. Like that's not a very high in the search engine in your search engine with Etsy, you see bachelorette wear, you see wedding gifts, you see this, you see that. So that's where that strength lies on Etsy. Whereas my website is very reflective of my brand and what I want it to be, like what the legacy of my brand will be. And it's to create that positive and create positive thought and change within the community. And that's what I want people to feel when they get there. It's just happy, positive, either whether it's buying one of our pieces that says, be a good human or love starts with you. Or if it's going to our blog and like listening to one of our interviews or, you know, just there's so many different things there, but that's more centered around the brand. Yeah, no,
1: you totally even shared the sales strategy behind it, too. I love how you actually have like a goal and a mission for both things rather than just like spread traffic, you know, which is fine, too. Uh, But I do like how you have your customers in mind for Mm -hmm. both sites.
2: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, I think my sales tactic for, like I said, is all social media, Facebook advertising, Instagram advertising, all of that jazz, our YouTube, our, you know, all of our content that feeds into our website, because that's all aligned with the mission of the brand. And we actually did most recently, and I am I have no data behind any of this. But one of my most recent tactics now is I have, you know, I don't know if I love it yet, but we're trying it out is different Instagram accounts for different things. So I have my main Instagram account, which has KLSD, which is our brand. And then we have our sub-offs of our different things because we have so many different facets of the business. It started to feel like there was just too much going on. So I really wanted the main Instagram to be like this, like I said, feel-good representation of our brand, our mission. And then we have different things. If you're looking just for bridal stuff, you can go to KLSD Bride and you're going to see just bridal. You're going to see all of our inspo behind that. That links to our Etsy shop. Then we have the shop gotcha. at KLSD, which is our you know e-commerce our extension of our you know, our retail shop our brick and mortar. And then you have we have actually a commercial screen printing side too. So that's oh, wow, for our locals, but right. Yeah. That's so, really cool. Yeah. So it, it really helped me to just compartmentalize and then we'll trickle those things in. But yeah, it helps me focus more on what those specific things are their target audience, where they're feeding to, um, and all that jazz
1: yeah that's awesome can I just ask like a (laughs) just like a nosy question Um, because naturally like I would think because you had Etsy for a longer period of time that your sales Mm -hmm. are mostly still in Etsy or do you Mm -hmm. think it's like what's your stats on that
2: so totally 100% we are probably about 80 20 right now so Mm -hmm. still wait I mean we're still I'm still like building the brand Mm -hmm, like it's mm -hmm. um, that's the thing about Etsy is you can be super successful on Etsy and not have a brand and that's not necessarily my it's like it's like mission. a warehouse i feel like <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and so yeah we do like it's kind of crazy i could talk about this forever but yes so 80 percent right now is still like the etsy is still our backbone um, that's what five out of seven employees work on is the etsy and then there's two of us that are working on the brand and they're working on we're working on growing we're working on building the business we work with independent contractors to help with PR, like just building that side of the business, because that's actually where my heart lies. And so I'm like, okay, let's get this. My goal is to get them equal, if not KLSD, the website e-commerce higher, um, because my heart is just so involved in that. And yeah, totally so happy. Totally. I I think (laughs) that's a really good way to approach it. I
1: I think it's really refreshing for people to hear because a lot Mm -hmm. of people I'm sure struggle with that transition but it's, Mm -hmm. it's the same thing, right? Like of when you hear people going from side hustle to full time, like full time Mm -hmm. sounds so romanticized, but there's a lot of people who are doing both or just everyone making it like quote unquote, making it looks different for Mm -hmm. everybody. So I love that you shared that. And the fact that you still are going out there and making that brand experience for KLSD and going out to Alt Summit, which is where we originally met because you were promoting your brand and I fell in love with your t-shirts and the messages and the way it looks. So I think that is awesome. Yay. So I wanted to ask you. you for someone yeah. who either is in the beginning stages of their product based business or wants to start a product based business, what are some of the tips that you can give them?
2: Okay. Um,
1: it could be any general tips, like open ended tips.
2: <laughs> tips. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I mean, I, you, you got to have a good product. I mean, that's pretty basic. But you need to have original product, like work from your heart, be original, be creative. And I think I personally believe in investing quality because I can't tell you how many times people have told me like, oh, I just love the feel of your shirts. I love like the, you know, they wear so well. so If you're a product, especially apparel, like invest in that quality and and people will appreciate that. And it might take me a little bit harder to sell because it's a little higher price point, but it'll be worth it. Once you hook them, you hook them. so. That being said, also, especially with product base, especially with e-commerce, your imagery is really everything and your storytelling behind figuring out how to put your customer inside your brand and put your brand inside their life. And so that's that's what we work really hard to do. And imagery, when I really focused hard on imagery, when I've been you know focusing harder on my listings and my the images behind the listings, I've seen night and day difference and increase in sales. So that's really important. Yeah, I think those were like my...
1: Yeah, no, those uh, were really good. Yeah, I love it. It's it's like deep, but also practical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's so yeah. many transitions for you. I love how organic it was too, like your story about you being engaged and how yeah. the design started coming out of a place of need. Um, and mm-hmm. then it became a business. And then mm-hmm. now you grew organically from your team. And I don't know, it just it's like such like a, like the girl next door who did it. Like, I feel like you're, you're oh like the... God. You're like the. Just gave me the
2: heart right there.
1: That was so sweet. Yeah, cause I love it. Like you are someone that I'm like, oh, like I can see myself in her shoes, but she's like crushing it, and I feel like that's that's really awesome. And I I feel like your heart, I can see it through the brand. So kudos to you. So I wanted to end our last question (laughs) with like, what's next for you and KLSD?
2: So yeah. Oh my gosh. All the things, uh, KLSD, we just moved into a warehouse. Um, we doubled our, our warehouse size and we are opening up a brick and mortar actually like in a week. So I, by Amazing. this will go live. We'll be open and running. So If you're ever in Fresno, California, please come give it us give us a visit. It's the shop at KLSD. I've had it on my heart for a long time to open up a brick and mortar. I just never, um, it's scary, you know, you can hide behind your computer for a long time. But um, I really decided finally, I went to rise conference. I mean, I've already been way deep in this before I went to rise conference, but the rise conference by Rachel Hollis and uh, it ignited me even more than I already was. But like, I just realized, like, not only it being a direct ask for my community, but just pushing those comfort zones and pushing those limits and every single time in the past five years that I've really pushed my limits. I've seen In the beginning, a lot of scary stuff, but I've seen some, some amazing growth and change and just fulfillment in my heart and where like deeper in my heart through pushing myself to really pursue the passions of my heart that God has given me. And yeah, so we open that up next week and that's a huge, huge, huge labor of love. I've been working on it for months. It's a brand. It's my brand. It's a bunch of other local creatives. It's a curated boutique. Um, and that lies all within one big space. We have our retail space in the front and our production teams in the back. We have our you know, our uh, commercial screen printing here as well. So really just so much expansion and so excited going into the holiday season, um, ready to grow and ready to just take it all on, all the newness.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us, Alex. Like Diana mentioned in the beginning, we have so many people asking us about Etsy's, but she and I don't have like current Etsy shops. So we're like, got to bring on the expert. I love that you talked about pursuing your passion, pursuing your mission. And really, customer service is key. That can like totally grow your business, guys. So if you have any questions about Alex or want to know where you can find her, definitely check out the show notes and we will catch you in the next episode. Thanks for listening.